The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's going on in the geek world? Alan, believe it or not, the Venom movie has beaten Wonder Woman and Spider-Man Homecoming in the box office. I don't understand. (laughs) Its worldwide take is $820 million. (laughs) This thing might hit a billion dollars. The Venom movie might hit a billion dollars. Is it? Highest gross? No, it can't be highest grossing of the year. We just had a freaking... No. But this is insane, though. For Sony, it must be. $820 million. (laughs) I... What's happening? Did we see the right movie? (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. And again, it's that we talked about it last time. The the international market's huge with this. It must be. I, I mean, God, I feel so much worse for Han Solo now. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? Oh my! I just can't. And we're gonna get more. And the thing is, look, we, we both agree Venom's not a bad movie, but is it an eight hundred twenty million dollar movie? I don't think so. But because it made so much money, we're definitely getting sequels, and we're, they're definitely not going to try to make them better, because why? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but it, lo- it looks like they may be opening up, what is it, we read someplace, Sony op- uh, opened up like two release dates of, of unnamed movies, and the speculation is, is Mobius and Venom 2. Right, and well, they're all supposed to be doing a Craven movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and eventually, uh, you know, I guess after, at some point they're getting Spider-Man back. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Spider-Man property is never leaving Sony after something like this, right? And and we, they never really told us the deal they had with Marvel because you got to think Spider-Man's been three movies now. Well, he's going to be five by the end of next year. Yeah, and then that's it, huh? I don't know. We don't know. We don't know what the deal is. The thought is that Spider-Man's got three movies at least, three solo movies, right? And we're actually assuming he's in. Avengers 4, he might just pop up in the end when they bring everybody back. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that might not count. Kind of like when Captain America was in Thor, when Loki turned into Captain America in, in Dark World. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, but anyway, Venom, Alan, almost a billion dollars. You know, when when, when we, I read these numbers, it makes me feel like I need to rewatch the movie again to see if I miss something. Yeah, I don't feel that way because I, <laughs> I, I have a pretty decent memory of what I saw, and it was fine. It was yeah, I thought it was. We said it was entertaining. It was okay, yeah. but not eight gazillion dollars. Well, I didn't think the story was uber compelling, or that the action was was anything new, something I haven't seen before. Yeah, okay, I so I've asked you this question before: Is it a Venom thing, or is it a Tom Hardy thing? It's got to be a Venom thing because Tom Hardy movies haven't made this much money. Yeah, he's a good actor. <laughs> it's got to be a Venom thing, and, and they're marketing it really, really well overseas. Hmm. Yeah, I, I to make that kind of money is is more than just watching it once. So there's got to be something to that movie where you just feel compelled to, you know, watch it again and watch it again and watch it again. I mean, who knows? Yeah, and it's it's got legs. It's been out for over a month now, right? It came yeah. out in October, I think, right? Yeah, almost two months. 
It's got legs. So. Hey, who did they uh, blame for the low ticket sales for Han Solo? Remember they were talking about like Russian hackers or something? That was Last Jedi. Hate oh, was it online? But <laughs> I, the thing about this is the thing that Star Wars doesn't have that the Marvel movies have, or what the superhero movies. Star Wars isn't big in China because they didn't grow up with the original trilogy. Yeah. So Star Wars doesn't mean as much to them as it does to us. Right. So Hansel opened really weak overseas. Right. And that was like, well, it opened weak here too. So it was just a combination of a lot of things. Right. The Hansel. That's yeah, you're right. Venom. Venom's box office is the is the over. I mean, it's still doing well here. I guess. Yeah, it's currently at. It earned, dude, it made twenty one point three million over this past weekend. You're kidding. The foreign box office. Yeah. And that's with Creed two and uh, was it? What was the other cartoon that came out? Rick Wreck and Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. And well, those, those that was the foreign box office. Oh, okay. Twenty-one point three. So it's made six hundred ten foreign, and what do we say? Eight twenty-two. So that's six seventy-eight. So it's made two hundred twelve million in the states. Wow, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, you know what do we know? <laughs> we just have a geek nothing, podcast. Nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to redo our Venom episode and say how great it is. <laughs> So the Venom people don't get mad at us. <laughs> yeah, but I don't remember saying anything terrible about it. No. I mean, yeah. So it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was good. Yeah. Good, not great. Yeah, seven, not great. A billion dollars. Good, good. for you, Venom. Yeah, good for you, Venom. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars Galaxy, Alan. Holy smokes, I did not see this one coming. But apparently, Star Wars has a show coming out that can be found on the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel starting on November 30th. And basically what it is, if you go to StarWars.com, you can see they have a trailer. And what they have are basically um, movie shorts of the original movie. Well, when I say original movie, right, it's A New Hope, Empire, and uh, Return of the Jedi. And these animated shorts with, you know, the dialogue from the movies and, and the sounds and stuff. And let me tell you, it looks fantastic. And they said the reason why they're taking this route is because they're trying to get a, like a jumping on point for like the kids today, you know, for them to start off getting to the Star Wars universe. And they're jump starting it with this particular franchise, which is nice. And they're saying that they're going with these shorts because that is kind of like how the social media content is today. These short bits of video clips versus these full length things and they're trying to get like this younger generation into the star wars universe so check it out it does look really good but it's really interesting jonathan that the fact that to get kids into the star wars universe they're doing the original trilogy you know they're using that knowing that that's in my opinion like the better trilogy to start off with versus phantom menace that's a really good point because John Carlos, who did the John Williams show with, with the Us, he grew up saying the prequels were his Star Wars. Right. And that's why he, he has a softer spot in his heart for them than we do. Like, he'll defend them up and down against me because I, you know, I think they're awful. awful. <laughs> but it is weird that you're saying they're trying to get kids into Star Wars by making the, which is weird to say, but the original trilogy more kid friendly, like animating it and stuff like that. Yeah. And the animation looks awesome. It does. And so I wonder if this is like another way to try to say, all right, we get it. Force Awakens, Last Jedi might not be the things to get them involved. Well, isn't it with um, with J.J. Abrams movie? I I remember reading someplace they're alluding to that they were going to reference back to the original trilogy, but not so much episode one, two and three. Like they were kind of like distancing themselves from the prequels from the prequels. Yeah. 
Because there wasn't a, a lot of heavy reference back to the episodes one, two, and three in uh, yeah. Force Awakens. No, no, that's true. Well, Force Awakens was just, you know, everybody says it's a Star Wars remake. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the last Jedi was, I don't know what it was. But don't you think this is something, I mean, when I watched this trailer, I said to myself, self, this is something I've been waiting for for a long time. Like, why do you think that for all this time they never did something like this, like a Luke Skywalker cartoon or Princess Leia, Han Solo, Chewbacca cartoon? You know, I mean, it seems like it's like the easiest jumping on point. Why do you think that they never really just fleshed out these characters until now? You're talking like decades later and they never even bothered to touch upon these things. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I think about that a lot recently because the Clone Wars was the space between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. And Rebels takes place after Sith and before New Hope. And now this Resistance cartoon, which, spoiler, is awful, takes place between <laughs> Return of the Jedi and, and The Force Awakens. It's like they're dancing around the main characters. like, And especially with Carrie Fisher gone and Han Solo dead in the universe now, why couldn't you do a cartoon with the original three? Why can't we see the what what Luke Hannah Leia were doing in between New Hope and Empire and Empire and Jedi and yeah. even, even after Jedi. Oh my gosh, know? wouldn't you want to know? Oh my god, I would love that cartoon. <laughs> yeah. I would love that cartoon. And I don't know why they're not doing that. It really seems like they're shifting the focus from the movies to TV. The Mandalorian is they're I think they're betting a lot on the Mandalorian. Hmm. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. So trying to build up that era for for the Disney streaming service. Well, think about what they just did. They just canceled pretty much every movie in production except for, well, I don't know if they were in production, but you know, we were hearing, we were talking. If you look, listen to our shows from this year, we were talking a lot about a Boba Fett solo movie, a Ben Kenobi solo movie. They definitely squashed the Ben Boba Fett one, mm-hmm. and they have we haven't heard hide nor hair about the Ben Kenobi, which makes people think they're stepping away from the movies for a little bit. Right. Uh, again, Ryan Johnson is still writing his movies, and the Game of Thrones guys are still writing what they're writing. But and we speculate too; these could just end up on their streaming service. Yeah, you know. So I don't know what they're doing with their movies. Uh, so I feel like they are t- putting a lot, a lot of more focus on the TV, and I think they really want the Mandalorian to be successful. And then you have the Cassian Andor one oh, yeah. also. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. The thing is. I would rather they do a hand Luke Leia cartoon than try to recast them with younger actors or something like that, you know, yeah. and do it. Even if they do a TV show, sure. I'd rather see a cartoon. I, I'm in one, 1000 percent to do to, you know, to recast, let's say, a young Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, you know, that you can get mixed reactions, just like the movie Solo. Right. But to do it uh, in an animated form, I think that's a win. To do to do it that way, you're you're going to get away with it without being judgmental as to who the actor is, and and I feel the same way with Indiana Jones, you know Harrison Ford's he's up there. By the time this movie you know his movie comes out, you don't you want to kill the franchise with a bad yeah. movie, but if you were to take his movie in, in an animated form, well his story and legacy lives on in a way that you, that's easier to swallow. You know, more acceptable. And there's a lot of uh, Harrison Ford impersonators out there that can do the job pretty well. Sure. Yeah. And, so. and look, they, they've proven that their cartoons are better for the mythology, are better for the the legacy of the movies than 
the the new movies have been recently. If you look at Rebels and Clone Wars, everybody loves them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know this Resistance thing is is not good, and I don't know why. But it's not to say I don't think I'm pretty sure it's not the same people that did Rebels and Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the guy that the real hardcore fans, ones that are complaining about the direction Disney's taking it. Dave Filoni, they want him to be running you know the show over Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. So. You know, give him a chance to do something with you if he wants to. You know, yeah. Want but I no, know. but it looks good. Yeah, this cartoon thing. I saw the trailer right before we started broadcasting, and it looks really good. I like the little anime inspiration it mm-hmm. has. Looks very fresh. <laughs> it, it does, and it, it, it's it's funny you say fresh because it does look fresh, but it's it, it was hitting me in feels with the nostalgia of yeah. it. You know, this, of, of, this the, one of looks the like lines they were using. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, when they do the, the Kenobi Vader lightsaber battle, it might be a little bit more kinetic than the original one. <laughs> but they're going to use the dialogue, you know, yeah. and the sound clip. So, totally looking uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, do I have to subscribe to something? You said it's coming on YouTube's kids channel. Yeah, I'm not too sure what that is, if that's part of that YouTube red thing. But you know, we're going to find out in a couple of days. It's November 30th. Yeah. So let's see. Yeah. Yeah. That's like two days from now. All right. Yeah. Quick it. Now, have you heard of a little game called Red Dead Redemption 2? I think so. <laughs> yeah, you and like a billion other people have. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Red Dead Redemption 2 has begun beta testing of their online... Whatever. It's their multiplayer thing. Multiplayer yeah. edition. Uh, you got to walk me through this because I don't know all this uh, <laughs> game stuff. The multiplayer I'm reading from CBR. The multiplayer component will blend gameplay from the first game's multiplayer plus the experience... Experiences Rockstar has learned from previous games to create a deep multiplayer experience. As in GTA Online, players will make their own characters or custom abilities and roam the wilderness of the Wild West. Up to seven players can form a posse together to hunt, take on missions from characters in the game's story, search for treasure, and attack rival gangs. Even possible to fight other posses in large-scale battles or open-world challenges. Over the course of the beta process, Rockstar will take feedback from players on how to shape Red Dead Online. The game will continue to grow over time. With new content and updates, with this being the first step in a continuing expanding a dynamic world. Uh, the mode can be selected by going to the online tab in the title menu. All right, so you told me you just uh, bought this game and you're loving it. Holy crap! <laughs> so I, I I played Red Dead Redemption One. I I mean that's it's a big game in itself. I wasn't even close to getting 100% completion on that one, uh, and so I was really hesitant to get the second one because of that. Uh, my coworker got it. He was raving about it. The, it's it's got ten over ten in in ratings of almost any like review site that you see. So I bought it. Again, I was reluctant, and dang it, I got sucked in, sucked in <laughs> hard. Holy crap! It is such a good game. It's so deep. It is so detailed. The storyline is fantastic. And my coworker said he downloaded the beta uh, yesterday night. I got excited. I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna have our own posse, and then we got our <laughs> other friends to join on board. So it's it's really really cool. And, you know, I can't wait to rob banks and to, to take on <laughs> other groups and stuff. So uh, I am so freaking excited. Well, let me ask you this: with the online, a lot of the criticism I'm hearing with any online game is like they make you buy things now, like you're paying extra money for certain level ups or whatever. Is that true? Um, with some games, so. I, you know, I haven't played Call of Duty in a while, but uh, I, I think one of the backlash that they're getting is that when you're buying games like Call of Duty, it is strictly for multiplayer. Right. And if you want to like buy clothing or they call them skins for your weapons, yeah, you're paying for that. And so if, if you're not the type 
a player that person that doesn't like multiplayer, then stay away from that game. It's just not for you. So it almost feels like, to me, I don't know if it's really worth it, especially Call of Duty. I mean, it's essentially the same game that's been out for several years. It just looks different. Right. But, uh, yeah, you, you know. are paying. Like like games like Fortnite, the money is into buying like clothing and things like that. But okay. it's, it sounds silly, but they're making they're making bank on this. Right. Stuff. Well, I, you know, I stated I don't have one of the newer systems, but I, I almost bought one a weekend because of all the the, the Black Friday sales and all that. Yeah. But I didn't. But what holds me back is like because I like the one player games. You know, Red Dead Redemption Two has a great single player storyline, right? Oh, it's deep and it's hours and it is really again. I was never. I'm not gonna. You know, I'll be honest. I was never a big fan of it. It's like you know, I play on weekends. I'm excited for Friday night to get on this stupid <laughs> game to, to play it. You know, I'm yeah. like I'm dying to play it. It's such a good game. And, and See, I'm a guy like that was that. stuck on playing Rainbow Six Siege for like the last three years. So it's, right. it's found a game that pulled me away from it. Yeah, it's that one. The Spider-Man game's getting ridiculous reviews. Like, those are the two reasons I would have jumped back in. And I still like Christmas is coming. I might, I might give myself something Xbox for Christmas. Because, yeah, I'll join, I'll join your posse. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, man. It's gonna be, we need a nerdy me posse. That's what we need to do. What do you have, an Xbox? Xbox One, yes. I have to buy an Xbox. All right. Boom. Quick hit. Quick hit. Stallone. Uh, hit, hit me. Hit it. <laughs> Uh, Sylvester Stallone, he he just posted something on Instagram about him really saying he's finally walking away from from the Rocky character. So, well, it makes sense. I mean, the Rocky franchise started for how many years ago? You know, um, seventy seven, seventy five. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Nineteen seventy five. I mean, that's seventy five years. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice video. If you go to his Instagram account, it's like official Stallone or something like that. Um, basically saying, you know, he, he thought he said his goodbye with what was that Balboa, movie? Balboa. Balboa. Yeah. Rocky and Balboa, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, you know, with Creed coming out, he's, he's basically saying the story's changed. The story isn't about him anymore. And he, and he's okay with Michael B. Jordan, you know, taking on that role. It's, it's like, it's a new story. It's a Creed. What is his name in the movie? Creed Jr. Adonis Creed. Adonis Creed. Yeah, Adonis Creed. Yeah. Adonis. I mean, he has his own problems, his own adventures, and it, it's time for him to move on. So it was, it was nice to see something like that. But I mean, you know, will Sebastian Stallone hang it up completely? The guy is seventy two years old, and I, what I understand is, I think he's making another Rambo movie too. Yeah, he is making another Rambo movie. You know, if people are paying, he's going to keep making them. So yeah, we're not. Guys, got to eat, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Life is tough. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, look, I saw Creed over the weekend, so I don't want to say anything because I know you haven't seen it yet. I do recommend you go see it. I recommend our listeners go see it if they like the first Creed. It's really, I'll tell you what, Creed 2 reminds me of the classic Rocky movies more than Creed 1 did. Like, I liked Creed 1, but it was a lot different than the early Rocky movies. And this Creed 2 is new and fresh. It's not, not a retake or anything, but it definitely has that the feels of a Rocky two three or four. Oh wow you know like the okay. excitement the exhilaration i felt it like the exhilaration and the excitement and the ups and downs of the story and wow yeah 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 I'll so uh let me ask you this yeah is he really done i mean if someone comes by and also a nice paycheck you don't think he's gonna do it <laughs> i don't know i don't know D- did he write these these creed movies i think he wrote i think ryan coogler wrote and directed the first one okay and I think Stallone wrote or co-wrote this one. I know he did something on this one. 
I think at one point he was going to direct it, but he decided not to. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I think his emphasis is basically saying, you know, Rocky, there's only so much a Rocky story you can tell, I guess, at this point. Well, yeah, the guy's 75. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, you know, the emphasis should be on Adonis Creed and, and versus him. You know, it's just a different generation. Yes. Um, Creed was written by Ryan Coogler. I think I think Stallone got a credit on it because he created the characters. Mm, okay. Yeah, based on characters created by Sylvester Stallone, but the story and the screenplay is by Ryan Googler okay. and Aaron Covington. Well, to answer your question, yes, he will come back for a paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Like, who wouldn't? Yeah, I think he would. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's so funny whenever they say they're not going to do something again. Yeah. Because, you know, Alan, if he comes back for a uh, paycheck, you know what that, you know what he's really doing, right? What? Cash grab. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm going to make it a thing in, in year two. Thanks. Cash grab. <laughs> okay. Quick hit. Quick hit. Mm. <laughs> Alan. What? Enter the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Has a Rotten Tomato rating of... It's 100%. <laughs> I don't get this. How is it that a movie gets these high ratings before a movie comes out? Well, it's got... I mean, because they, they let the critics see it first a lot of times. And then they'll do their ratings. This movie's coming out like December, isn't it? Dude, it's oh, December on Saturday. Holy smoke, it's going to be December this week. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> um, I'm so lost. You're so funny. Wow. You're so excited to play Red Dead Redemption. You don't know what year it is. I mean, I what, what, what month it is. Yeah, so it's getting 100%, 8.8 8 out of 10 out of 37 reviews. So take that with a grain of salt. Okay. It's 37 reviews, but they've already announced there's going to be a sequel to Into the Spider-Verse, and there's also going to be a spinoff movie with a female lead which I'm going to assume to be Gwenpool. Not Gwenpool, Dur. Spider-Gwen. <laughs> right. You gonna go see, are we going to go see this? We're not. Yeah. I think we're, we're like, yeah. Are we doing a show on this? No, right? Mm, no. Maybe? I don't know. No. Well, right. I don't know. If it's, dude, if it's 100%, then this is something Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we see it, it's super good, sure. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, I mean, it looks good. I, I'm not a big fan. I was never a big fan of Miles Morales. He came from the Ultimate Universe. Mm-hmm. But it's got shades of... Spider getting because it's got all these other Spider Man. First of all, Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider Ham, is in this. <laughs> so you had me at Peter Porker. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. Okay. We're good. We're good. You have more video game news or movie <laughs> or, or both. <laughs> if you guys are into Gears of War, they are making a movie and they've been talking about this for a while. And they finally got a writer. The guy's name is F. Scott Frazier. His best work known for Triple uh, X Return of Xander Cage. Who was that? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah, so no one saw that movie. But, <laughs> but they got they got a writer for it, and I guess everything else is going to start falling into place. The actor that they're trying to get is uh, Dave Bautista, who I think is a... Well, that's a brilliant move. They get, the guy basically is Marcus Phoenix, and the guy looks exactly like him, so... No, we'll see what happens. I know he wants to play the role, so hopefully it pans out for him. Oh, do you know you're talking about Gears of War? I, I was thinking God of War. Oh, that's a good movie, too. I mean, that's a good game also. Yeah, because he would be good for that guy, too. Like Krotos or whatever his name is. Crane or whatever oh, heck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a big, yeah. he's a big dude. Because he's not going to be in no Guardians of the Galaxy movie anymore, apparently. Yeah, I think you might still see him in three. Oh, I thought, I thought he said he's, if James Gunn's out, he's out. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, pay I think he, I think he's being emotional. <laughs> Cash grab. <laughs> yeah, he, he just might have been speaking emotionally. Right. Okay. And not like uh, his agent called. Uh, you have a contract, and <laughs> you don't want to be in breach of contract. <laughs> right. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, so cool. So Gears of War, you played that because I know you played God of War, but did you play Gears of War? I sure did. That's more one like and Halo two is game, right. What was that? Yeah, it's like a Halo type game. You're like a Marine or something. Is it like a Halo type? No, it's 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 different. I would say it's different. Yeah, that was a great game, Gears of War. Oh, like I said, uh, Gears of War one and two, very good. I was a lukewarm on Gears of War three, and yeah, you know, I haven't really played anything since then. Okay. Check it out. Nah, but okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, quick hit, quick hit. All right, Alan, The Walking Dead mid-season finale aired this past Sunday, mm-hmm. and it featured a rather high-profile death. I'm not going to say who it is, but the ratings came out, and it's the lowest mid-season finale on The Walking Dead ever, even lower than season two mid-season finale. And apparently season two is our, our measuring stick for bad ratings, because like, season two is universally known as like, a really bad season. So yeah, Walking Dead on the way out. Wait, I, really? I thought like the, like the second season was like the that's that second part people were looking forward to. What you, the second season? Yeah. No, that's when. Oh, you're I'm on the sorry. Phone second phone half season. of the season. That's what I meant. Right. No, but, but yeah, the, the episode this year was the mid-season finale. I'll be back in February mm, for this ninth season. Yeah. So Walking Dead on the way out. You think? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're gonna do Rick Grime movies. They still have Fear the Walking Dead. I'm pretty sure they want to spin off another show. Yeah, I just think the Age of Zombies might be over. Oh, you watch Fear, don't you? I do. I like. I, I stopped for a year. Mm-hmm. I watched the first season. I stopped the second season. I came back. I, I think this is the third season. But I came back. And what they basically did was got rid of all the original cast and just recast it and kind of refocused what the show is. Oh, you're kidding. Morgan, Morgan came from The Walking Dead and is now on Fear the Walking Dead. And they got some great actors. They got like uh, Jenna Elfman's on it now. They have um, Maggie Grace and uh, Garrett Dillahunt, who I really like. He's a good actor. And Morgan. And th- this past season was really good. Ah. I thought. So I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to Fear the Walking Dead coming back more than I am the Walking Dead. That's crazy. I had no idea they recasted like the original cast. Yeah, there is only two people. There's only two people from the original cast left. Oh, that's nuts. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's better that way, you think? I think so. I okay, think the way they, cool. they switched it up and all that is just better. Yep. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Alan, in honor of Stan Lee, Netflix has made it so that if you enter the word Excelsior into their search parameters, all the Marvel movies will come up. How cool is that? That's very cool. It's a nice little tribute. Yeah. Unfortunately, Netflix doesn't have a lot of Marvel things <laughs> So they have some of the newer movies, and we said last week they're getting Infinity War, December twenty something, right? Uh, twenty fifth, I think. Oh, okay. Happy yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. I mean, at least for yes. now they can—they're probably going to figure out any way they can get someone to watch uh, Netflix at this point for their Marvel content. Yeah, because I mean, their original stuff is pretty good, but yeah, if you have Netflix and you're jonesing for—I know they've had Doctor Strange and Black Panther on there for a while now, and Ragnarok, I think, just came off. Oh, did it? Yeah, I think so. It was on there for a while. Yeah, if you have Netflix and you're joining in for some Marvel content, enter Excelsior into the um, search bar, and you'll find a, probably not just Marvel movies, probably any Marvel content, I would think. All yeah. their shows and stuff. Yeah, now, I haven't tried to tell you the truth. <laughs> no, it's frankly, it's easy to spell Marvel in this Excelsior. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good All one. right. All right. And finally... 
quick hit. Okay. Hugh Jackman. Today is Wednesday the 28th. He's making a... He's saying it's a huge announcement on the Today Show at like 8 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Thursday the 29th. So by the time you hear this, the announcement should be out. But I thought it'd be fun if you and I speculated a little bit about what the announcement could be. Okay. What do you think? You go first. I think... I mean... What I really, really wanted to be, okay, is him introducing the Avengers Four trailer, and why is he in it? Because he's in it. The no, <laughs> can he? That's at, at this point, oh, I want to know. For all the legal stuff, you mean? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. See, he just ruined it for me. <laughs> Sorry. Just give it to the lawyers. Ruin everything. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know what it could be, unless it's something stupid like Greatest Showman Part Two. Mm. Which is a fair because I really I like I like the songs in the movie. I don't think the movie is that great, but I like the music. All right. My, my uh, guess he's going to do something with Deadpool. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah, because they've never been on screen together, right? Yeah. 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 There you go. Boom. No, they have. What? Wolverine Origins. Oh, that well, that doesn't count. They were on screen together. I know. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I was thinking when I came with the Avengers thing, I'm thinking like, well, what does everybody want? And I just kept thinking everybody wants Sam as Wolverine in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, and or, or like, maybe him wearing that original Wolverine costume. Right, and but yours makes even more sense. Him, mm. him, and Deadpool doing a movie or yeah. something together. Maybe that would be awesome too. Oh yeah, to to promote the Deadpool two re release. Yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe. Or well, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Well, we'll find out. When is like this dropping? Tomorrow, Thursday, November 29th on the Today Show at 8 o'clock. Okay. Yeah, I just, uh, I hope it's not something stupid like, I'm playing Tony in West Side Story. You're <laughs> 50 years old. How are you going to play a teenager? Anyway, I hope it's not something silly like that. All right. And Alan, and Quick Hits. Oh, but you also have a serial review, don't you? I do. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, you got it. So, Alan, if you listened to last week's The Week in Geek, which I hope you did, you'll remember that we reported that the cereal monsters, uh, Count Chocolate, Blueberry, and Frankenberry, uh, General Mills was shopping them out, trying to find creators to come up with some kind of storyline for them to put into cartoons or movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, while we were discussing that, we discovered, well, two things were discovered. First thing we discovered was that I had never had Blueberry cereal before. Because my mother never bought it for me. Mother. Uh, right. <laughs> nice. And as I was explaining to you why I thought my mother never bought it for me, and, and I'll tell you right now why, I was a picky either. Like, her buying something to me, like taking a little nibble of it and like, oh, I don't want this. So I think the, the fear was she's not going to buy a whole box of cereal for me to taste it and be like, I don't like this. Oh, know? okay. I gotcha. So, but while I was trying to come up with that reasoning... It suddenly hit me at the age, the young age of 46, that I'm an adult and I can <laughs> buy blueberry cereal whenever I want. What a big boy. It was so bizarre. I like, it literally hit me. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I have my own money. I got my own car. I can buy blueberry. So uh, I did that and I bought blueberry cereal. And? And I had it. And it's very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why your mom didn't want you to have it. Probably, and, and you know, I, I've I, I spent the past, you know, whatever, ten years eating honey bunches of oats, pretty much, and uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's very sweet. 
very tasty. I really enjoyed it. There you go. And it turned my milk blue, which was awesome because it reminded me of being Luke Skywalker on Tatooine. <laughs> Remember, it's blue milk, not the green milk that he milked himself in The Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, it's what you think a blueberry cereal would taste like. I, I guess they're trying to go for a blueberry flavor. Yeah. I don't know if they succeeded, but I'm not complaining. Uh, <laughs> the best part was it was on sale for $1.50 for the box. Wow, that's cheap so like, cereal. I was like, I know. I was like, I have to buy it. <laughs> I what was the expiration the on that? Nineteen eighty-two. Oh, that's funny. No, I almost bought the other two. Also, I'm like, geez, it's only a buck fifty a box. Might as well. But I did. Yeah. I left. I left kept talking with Frankenberry up there. All right. Uh, yes, but <laughs> blueberry was delicious. Oh, that, that's a great cereal review. We should do that. Cereal reviews. Yeah, I'm gonna have to yell at my mom. <laughs> Why are you deprived? <laughs> All right. Very good. All right, Alan, thus ends the serial update. Thus ends <laughs> this episode of The Week in Geek. This is Alan signing off. And this is Jonathan saying, you stay classy wherever you are. <laughs>